One and two and three and four. There's murder and intrigue, but the kids of Riverdale are gonna be just fine, just fine, just just fine. There's Jughead and Betty, and Dad's a serial killer serving some jail time, jail time, jail jail time. We got milkshakes and pops. And mimosas at Veronica's Yeah, the kids of Riverdale are gonna solve some crime Some crime, some, some crime Cause the kids of Riverdale are gonna still be fine Maybe damaged, damn, damn, damaged Sit right down, you're gonna have a real good time With Team Cheryl Who's Archie? Ho, 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 and welcome to another festive episode of Milkshakes and Mimosas. I'm Santa, dear Dale, because I'm from this town of Riverdale and I have to have a dumb name that's kind of close, but not really. And also, like the show, I fuck now. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, hello, welcome. This is a Christmas episode. Oh, Facids, facids, fecble. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Hey, I'm probably trying to say festive. Like like Riverdale, Santa's played by a 25 year old with abs. Well, obviously. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Uh, But I'm not joined alone in this alone. What is happening? This episode is a train wreck already, and I'm the one who's not drinking. I'm not alone in this festive episode. I'm also joined by the first person you heard, the most festive of all, a laugh so jolly he makes me holly. (laughs) I'm not sure what I'm doing, but, uh, you know, I'm down for it. This episode can only go uphill from here. Okay, can we just say that uh, Danny was the first person to talk? Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Danny. Uh, or also, or also Thor, depending on how we call him. Danny's uh, making you Holly. Gotcha. Yes, D- Danny has the great laugh. Uh, Jason, you have the sardonic presence and quick wit <laughs> of a soldier. Hello. Of a soldier. What? Of a soldier. <laughs> what kind of soldier? <laughs> a soldier in the uh, uh, army of the uh, Gargoyle King. Is that? What yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Are exactly. I don't know. They're fucking stupid. That's what they are. But, you know, I mean, we can go with Sardonic. And we have the one person on Earth who would do whatever it takes to save the beloved Caramel the Cat. Hello, Valeska. I mean, you nailed it. Perfect intro. <laughs> All around. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you know what? There's no goofs. There's no mix-ups. It's perfect. When you just hear this back and pa- post, it'll it's just be like one It's a Christmas miracle. A Christmas miracle. Well, today, what we're doing is we're going to be talking about our favorite season four Riverdale moments, character beats, surprise reveals, crazy bonanzas craziness. And so, uh, yeah. So we should, we should repeat that for any new listeners. No. Two of us have seen every episode of Riverdale. One of us has only seen season three and then, like, two episodes of this season. And one of us has never watched Riverdale. And never will watch Riverdale. <laughs> yes, and, and all of this is perfect for having a podcast where they talk about their favorite moments of Riverdale. This all tracks <laughs> and this is fine. Okay, well, 
Let's begin, shall we? Let's begin. We're going to go through the main crew, the main cast, and we're going to do this in alphabetical order. Starting with Betty. Now, does anybody... Okay, Jason, we all know that Betty is your favorite character of the show. She is. <laughs> you talk about Betty a lot. You have a lot of close, intimate moments with Betty. Um, what is your favorite Ooh, Betty uh, moment, Jason? Hmm. Um. I don't remember a fucking thing she did. So. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. She okay. Went to that's the no FBI Academy. Oh yes, that's correct. Yeah, she took down um, a junior despot in um, junior uh, Middle East. Uh, yeah, <laughs> junior Columbia. Junior Columbia. Well, okay, sure. That's a thing that happened <clears throat> according to our flashbacks, I guess. Uh, Valeska, uh, you seem to actually know what's going on. What is your favorite Betty moment? See, I didn't realize we were only doing season four. Oh, let's, Um, we can open it up. We can open it up. You're doing all the seasons. I'm only doing season four. I mean, I like the first appearance of Dark Betty. First appearance of Dark Betty with the... Psychotic behavior was pretty good. That's Um, pretty good. That's pretty good. I also like the five minutes when she was in the junior FBI academy and she... Showed her prowess and being able to guess who was a serial killer based solely on their mugshots. I thought that was very impressive and uh, yeah. completely applicable to real life. Oh, very applicable and definitely is not going to lead to some very problematic elements uh, as the years go by for poor, poor Betty. But anyways, uh, yeah, no, those are pretty classic moments. Oh, and also <laughs> hacking her memory so she would go back and save herself from killing Caramel, Caramel. and thereby not becoming a serial killer somehow. Ah, uh, well, mm-hmm. well, well, By well. Her genes. Wait, you... do we think she actually traveled through time in that scene? Who fucking knows? Honestly. Who knows? But you guys all trampling over my favorite scene because my favorite scene was when Betty saves Caramel because that was nice. I don't. <laughs> but she doesn't anything... really save Caramel though. Caramel is still dying. Just we more don't know. Now. But maybe a vet shows up after that. Maybe she I goes mean, like, "Look, so. you don't need to do this. We'll call the vet. We'll charge it to your shitty dad's credit card." Who cares? All he's doing is buying, like, weird serial killer shit. So, like, he can just, like, hold <laughs> off for a day, pay the vet bill. Caramel's fine. Okay, I'm really she interested go- in this weird serial killer shit. What is he buying? I, lo- <laughs> I don't know, like a rope? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a rope. <laughs> That's all. That's it. That's it. No, That's he's, a rope. Probably, he's probably buying, like... Charles Manson's original writings or something. Oh, God. He probably is writing all of them. He's like, BTK, please send me your poetry. And then, like, everyone goes like, oh, fucking hell. Both Listening to Charles Manson's first album. Yeah, I was oh, about God. to say, it's that, that album that's just his mugshot that was weirdly enough released by the uh, the, the, the same uh, music manager that Johnny Knoxville plays in the film Grand Theft Parsons. What? I don't know what any of that means. I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> that was a string of words I didn't recognize. When Graham Parsons died, there was a. Mm. Music who the fuck is that? Who is that? <laughs> Graham is he's who Graham crackers are named after? Yes, yes, <laughs> the inventor of he's the inventor of Graham crackers and Graham Poupon. Oh, okay, God. do you have which, any favorite Betty moments? Be... I don't know what you're. You his, Graham Parsons is a singer. Oh, okay. Graham Poupon, which would be what they'd call Grey Poupon in Riverdale. I don't know what a Poupon is or why it's Grey. Do you have any favorite Betty moments? 
Yeah, I really like the scene where that I've only heard described by you all, where she's having to like try and negotiate with Ev Edgar ever and ever, where he's gonna go get in that a wasn't, rocket and launch nope. himself into space. Nope, wasn't Betty. Wasn't Betty. Nope. It was Wait, Betty's Betty mom. Betty wasn't there. Nope. No, Betty was uh, hanging out at the bus, preparing to drive everyone out because she had just, you know, knocked oh, out so everyone. Was that her mom that was negotiating yep. with Edgar ever and ever? Yep, that was she her mom. She wasn't even really was negotiating. She was just like shooting him. <laughs> I mean, there was a, there was at least a few speeches before she shot him. Was there? Um, All I remember is the rocket. Oh, there are lines. There are lines. <laughs> but just as there are lines, there's a next letter in the alphabet, and that is C for Cheryl's corpse basement. Jason, now I know you actually probably have a favorite Cheryl scene, because we have. I think we have, Jason you, and I have the same. Yeah, you probably so, all have the same. I mean. There's so many great Cheryl moments. I haven't seen any of them. Um, but um, there's there's so many of them, um, it's hard to choose. But I, I have to go with... I, I'm actually going to go with, I think, throw your curveball and say, I'm going to go with her pretending to be a cannibal at the Thanksgiving table to um, throw off her relatives to what's going on. Okay, okay. Fake cannibal, uh, fake, fake, fake cannibalism. Go because I know somebody's gonna say what some other wonderful moments, but that like it's just such a stupid idea. Um, and to and to be a writer and come up with such a bad idea and then be like, "Fuck it, we're going with it anyways," is something to be lauded. I think that's okay. true. This this production is nothing if not committed to their ideas. Compi yes, <laughs> completely committed to. Oh um, yeah, blowing lines and yeah, they're, they're <laughs> doing whatever the. They they're completely committed to setting things up and not giving proper payoff. I want to see those incest babies fly, goddammit. <laughs> They're completely committed to an eight ball a day. And, you know, you got to give it to them for that. Valeska, you have the entire franchise to go through. Where does Cheryl's heart and yours align? No, wait, is this about I Cheryl really like or the... just about Cheryl Re-Corpse? Cheryl in general. <sighs> Just Cheryl in general. I was trying to come up with a fun segment name. That's why I called it the corpse basement because it was the basement in the corpse. I called oh. Betty Betty's report. Uh, you know, the fun stuff. So this it's, is like the way there's Pee Wee's Playhouse. There's Cheryl's corpse basement. Precisely. See, you're picking up what I'm <laughs> dropping down, and it's great greatness. Valeska, elaborate on the greatness. Okay, I really like the scene where she was talking to Principal Honey and she referred to all of her teachers as a bunch of yams. I thought that was pretty great. Um, obviously, okay. I enjoyed the Good. hamburger fetus um, reveal, which yes. I think was, we can all agree, yes, a classic top five moment in oh, the entire history of the show. Maybe top two. That's top five Maybe moment top. of my life. Wow. That's, you know, that's that's something, all right. My my favorite Cheryl moment was when she was in the presence of Nana's eye patch because the, Nana's eye patch <laughs> is the greatest thing of all. And just being in the same room as Nana's eye patch, like I think just elevated the entire franchise mm. to a whole new level. Uh, it's really the last Jedi of Riverdale moments. Uh, and much like the last Jedi afterwards, they poorly wrote a great character they introduced Cheryl Nana's eye patch got written out. Hey, do you think they're gonna find out that the Nobody reason that Nana had an eye patch is because she was off doing stuff for the senior FBI? <laughs> I 
mean, I wish, but I don't think we'll ever find out why she had it or why she stopped having it. <laughs> okay, Danny, can I just say it sounded like you're doing like a stand-up routine right now. Like it sounds like you had that retort written down and you're like, yeah, I knew he was going to bring up the eye patch and let me do my tight five on eye patch jokes. Um, and I'm okay with it. I'm happy. That's I'm happy awesome. to hear it. I want uh, more. Danny. I want tight ten. Yeah, Danny, uh, you know, the floor is yours. Let's talk about some Cheryl. Let's get some of your quips out, some of your one-liners, some of your zingers, <laughs> so some this, of your this ding ding wingers. Zinger. This was just something that amazed me was when uh, Cheryl calls Betty. So I guess I could have also used this as my Betty moment, but it's really Cheryl that's the instigator. Cheryl calls Betty, and literally we we don't hear the conversation. We just hear Cheryl saying, I need you to do me a favor, and then smash cut to her brother's rapidly decaying body being pushed out into the river and i'm just like how did she phrase this you know it's a good question it is a good question uh jason what words would someone have to say to you to get you to uh carry their dead sibling uh to the river and help them have a viking funeral sure i can break a 20 oh. <laughs> okay v- v- valeska is there anything that would co- that would uh, you know need to be uh grace in the palms i don't know that's a saying uh it is a got this body need to dump it you free <laughs> all right it's basically the you up of text messages and that's all it takes, <laughs> to, <laughs> it takes for you to go and help out with the corpse uh I danny i'm not gonna got, ask you if because... i ever got a you up and then they i i said yes and they responded not with wanting to have sex with me but with Hey, can you help me dispose of my brother's body? I think I'd have to go. I like. I feel like you. Core stump and chill. Question mark. <laughs> Brothers roasting by the open fire. <laughs> um, and now we take a trip. We take a trip to a magical school full of wonders and mystery. That's right. It's Stonewall Prep and Jughead's Preparatory School shenanigans. Wait, is Stonewall Prep Hogwarts? Ah, uh, no, but I it wish. sounds cooler if I describe it as that. There's less uh, turfs there, though. Ah, uh, we don't know about the headmaster. We don't know about the headmaster. Mm, might be Dumbleturf. We don't know. Uh, <laughs> There's less known turfs. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Uh... I had some trouble picking out a favorite moment with Jughead this season because I don't know why. I've just kind of been like snooze, you lose for most of his plots because all the yeah. best things that happened, Betty's been kicking around. So I'm like, well, really, Betty was the one who just bashed mm. that person's head yeah. and like knocked well, them out when they were trying to scare them and shenanigans like that. Uh, so I chose I chose another being in another character's presence uplifted them. And that was every interaction Jughead has with his dad, F.P., because FP Aww. is so done with this shit. Skeet Ulrich does not give a single fuck about this show, and it's the greatest thing ever. All he does <laughs> is he, he, like, adjusts his glasses, he looks down like a, uh-huh, you really bring this shit to me, boa? And then he is just, like, constantly, like, reading. You know, he's always probably got, like, a coffee in his hand. He's just like, yeah, can you just, like, leave so I can, like, have sex with Betty's mom? Like, get out of here. <laughs> you're harsh and Armello, uh, fellow. Uh, yep. So to specify, this is your favorite thing about 
Jughead. Jughead. Yeah, but this is my favorite thing about Jughead is that FP is his father, and they have shared scenes together this season. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so funny. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Valeska. Valeska, you seem like somebody who might be nicer to Jughead than I. I mean, I feel like my favorite scene of his was when he thought that Never Have I Ever was an effective interrogation technique, and it didn't work. <laughs> and he was surprised by this. <sighs> yeah, yeah, you know, can't really, can't really argue with that one. Uh, never have I ever good. thrown to Danny. <laughs> I, I thought that was gonna be good. I thought that was so gonna wait, be good. are you, are you not throwing to me? <laughs> nope, Jason. What was yeah, your favorite moment? Confusing. Jason, what was your favorite moment of my uh, favorite moment was um, him being dead. That's my favorite moment. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, technically, that is a moment. We did suspect him to be dead, so mm-hmm. uh, that is that is a thing. Actually. There, there are a few of those moments. Uh, now I'm every single one going, of them. Every single one of them. That's fair. Now I'm actually going to Danny. Hey Danny, what do you think about Jughead, bro? <laughs> so my favorite moment with Jughead this season, and I'm gonna pick from an episode I've actually seen this time. So if I get it wrong, it's my own fault. And uh, <laughs> was when he says, "Yeah, so I talked to the post office." And they said my grandfather normally comes in on Tuesdays at 3.20 to get his P.O. box. And I was like, what the fuck post office is this? And then the very next scene, he's not at the post office, like, staking it out waiting for his grandpa. He's just at the bus his grandpa lives in. And I'm like, if the post office knew his address, why were, why did we have this scene about a potential stakeout? So See, that- they, they wanted to specify that his dad comes, his grandpa comes in an hour before 4.20. So he just wants to make sure that he has enough time to get back to his nice. bus and and just go ham with that Mary Joanna or whatever the fuck it's called in the Riverdale world. It's probably like Martin Jamie's. Like, I don't know, Martin Jamie's. It's such going? a stupid seat. Have you ever been in the post office? They don't even make eye contact with you. They're not keeping track of what time you're coming for your fucking yeah, P.O. Yeah. box. I, I, don't, I don't know what your American post offices are like. Well, that's but, the way it works, yeah. Um, most of our post offices are inside of other stores. Uh, oh. I don't really... <laughs> I can't recall the last time I went into an actual post office. Oh. Most, most of the time I'm like, hey, I'm here to pick up milk, and then I'm going to give you this thing to mail. And they're like, thanks, bro. And I'm like, you're welcome, <laughs> bro Um But, yeah. Wow, we're all big fans of Jughead, eh? Like, I don't think anyone really had anything much. I just say. assume everything is inside of Tim Hortons in Canada. Uh, <laughs> I wish. It would be nicer. It would be nicer. Like, if mm. we're, uh, well, I mean, you don't want to work at one of those. No, so, no, you definitely don't. Not if you want a living wage, I'm sure. It's no. weird that they did to Jughead this season what they did to Archie last season, where they just kept Who? thinking of reasons why he had to be away from the main cast. Who? I don't, I don't know who you're talking about. Anyways. Um, oh, no, I was saying that they, they, um, they made Jughead have to be separated from the main cast for, like, half the fucking episodes. Oh, yes, yes, it was weird that he was away from his friends, Betty and Cheryl and Veronica. Uh, speaking of Veronica... Uh, let's take an entrance into Veronica's closet and bring out the greatest <laughs> oh styles. No, was that good? I thought that no, was good. I loved it. I, no, wow. Oh, Very I good. get it. You mean because you don't care about Archie? That's why you said who? Who? I was just like, <laughs> who are you talking about? I, I, I seriously ta- was like, Veronica Andrew needs to do a better job paying attention to his co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Missed my whole sentence. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely not setting up a joke to end the episode. Anyways, Veronica, what's she doing in her closet, Danny? 
Now I'm now I'm just confronting you, Danny. What are you oh, doing yeah. in Veronica's well, closet, so, you pervert? Veronica is trying to single-handedly start a rum empire, a very normal thing for a high school senior to do. Yes, but then, yes. Uh, my favorite scene was the one where she finds the woman from uh, I think it was Columbia that Her- is uh, Hermosa. Oh, that, that that has has been sent there by her evil father to, you know, notice that she has a speakeasy, and uh, then she's like, "One second, ma'am," and then goes up and sings a fucking song, and I'm just like, "That'd be my reaction too if someone from this college I really want to go to was watching." Was would not to be like, "Oh, let me explain to you why this is actually showing my business ambition or whatever." Is just like, "Watch me sing a song." Total. I mean, going up there and belting is like a power move, though. Oh yeah, that is a that is a definite power power move. Also, uh, Danny, I am sorry that I attacked you so violently when I when I threw to you there. Um, I was expecting like a oh ha 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 response, and then nobody said anything, so I just felt bad. So I'm sorry, <laughs> you know, I think you're my a, favorite. You're a, monst- you're a monster, Andrew. I I am, but uh, speaking of monsters and monsters, we're going to talk about one time that Veronica got one up on the monster that is her father. That's right. My favorite moment for Veronica is when uh, Hiram opens the opens the door to his office. She's got her feet up and she's drinking his super fancy rum, the first rum that he ever had, and she just like, "What of it, bitch? Don't got nothing on me, Hiram." Go have, like, crazy moments where you're the mayor and you're having, like, weird, steamy sex with my mom. Bam! See ya! And then that was that was my favorite moment. Speaking uh, of Hiram, someone described this show to me the other day as the show that co-stars Kelly Ripa's husband, which I thought was a good description. Ooh, wait. That dude's married to Kelly Ripa? Yes. What? Why can't Kelly Ripa come on the show? Kelly Ripa, come on this podcast. Talk about your husband's exploits. Yeah, you got well, she, she was, uh, she was on the show for that one scene where she played the weird, like, what was it, like, prostitute slash like building inspector last season. What? Oh, I remember what? that. What? What? I my brain is broken because I did not remember that. But now <laughs> that I know. Oh man, now we can watch all of Kelly Ripa's filmography because she was on an episode of Riverdale. Oh my god, this is the gift of all gifts. <laughs> I can been in other sh- movies. I thought she was literally just on her TV show and then in Riverdale and that was uh, it. She was, she was on, on Dance Yep. She was on Dance Party USA, Cheaper by the Dozen, the movie version from 2003, Hope and Faith. I'm not sure which one she was. All of my children <laughs> That's a lot of children to count, so I'm not sure which one. She was Batgirl, apparently, on Mystery of the Batwoman. Dope. Dope. Oh, that's a uh, that's a animated one. I remember that. That's yep. A... Oh, my God. She was on an episode of Hannah Montana. Oh, my God. Okay, we have to watch that episode of Hannah Montana. I'm sure it's on Disney+. Plus. I'm sure it I is. I will absolutely be busy that week. Just <laughs> Yep, that's fine. Uh, we'll just uh, invite you under the pretenses that it's a different thing, and we'll just completely throw <laughs> Hannah Montana into you. Uh, truly get the best of both worlds. Um, we'll be like, Jason's like, I don't know why they're reviewing Santa Sangre, but I'm excited for it. <laughs> I'm talking about it. Valeska, what is your favorite Veronica moment? Uh, so the one that you listed was pretty great, but this might be a hot take, but I really enjoyed when she set a man on fire and watched him burn to death. I thought that was a really <laughs> great, empowering moment for her. Mm. And I feel like it was just inspirational to watch 
I, I, I don't recall that scene, Velasco. I know you don't. <laughs> Jason. What season, what season is that, Velasco? That's from That's this, this season. season. The Halloween oh, okay. episode. Yeah. I, mean, I made the joke because in the episode, I made a fake uh, ending to that segment that yeah, did not, not involve... it's not that he forgot. It's that he made up his own headcanon about how that scene went. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. So, I was uh, intentionally lying to everyone, apparently, but even myself. Uh, speaking of people who are constantly lying to themselves when they talk about how happy they are to be on this podcast, Jason, hello. Favorite Hi. Veronica moments? I have no idea what the fuck Veronica did this season, honestly. Um, I feel like we didn't talk about Veronica barely at all, except as it relates to her father, you know? Yeah, that's um, kind of a bummer. She she did get into Harvard? Didn't she join the Pussycats this season? Too. Um, I don't think the Pussycats have been in this season at all. Like, none yeah. of them have done anything. There's been no musical numbers by them. They completely were written them off. I'm done with this fucking show. I'm never watching another episode. <laughs> we almost had him. We almost had him. One more <laughs> appearance of the Pussycats, he would have marathoned the whole thing. <laughs> so close, yet so, so far. Um, so those are all the main characters of the show. Um, so let's go on to some other things. Yeah, let's let's talk about how do we think they're gonna fuck up Josie on that Kitty Kane show? Not at all, because it has different writers. Um, oh, really? I be- yeah, I believe so. I don't believe uh, Roberto yeah. Aguirre Sacasa is involved at all. Oh, good. Um, speaking of craziness brought to us by the writers, we weren't, but that's fine. I'm just gonna pretend like we were. And insert a phrase of me going like, beep boop, beep boop, crazy plot. Uh, who is the best surprise relative reveal, Valeska? Um, I mean, Chick was the craziest, but I hate him, so I'm gonna say Hermosa is the best. I agree. I agree on Team Hermosa as well. Uh, incest Baby Julian is a close second. Yeah, but I'm going all the way back. Oh, I and forgot about Julian. That, uh, no, Julian is my the, answer. Uh, Blossoms and Betty's family being related is uh, all that, that. That was the original surprise relative reveal, and that's still my favorite. Hey. Oh, that's, that's very fair. good. That is fair. That is fair. Um, Jason, do you have uh, any surprise relatives? Surprise relatives? Yeah, like everyone got a surprise relative. I yeah. Don't... Um, I'm gonna go with um, Aunt Cricket. I just <laughs> love me some Aunt Cricket. <laughs> okay, okay. Other other ones in the running uh, were, of course, um, that last minute, like, "Hey, I'm your dad's brother." That ended an episode ago. Mm. Uh, we got that uh, Julian, obviously, incest babies. Who was Chick related to Valeska? I don't remember that part. Uh, Betty's oh. brother. Betty's fake right. brother. The fake brother, the and fake he's brother still better than Charles. the real brother. Yes. Well, I right. mean, I don't know. That's debatable. <laughs> yeah. All right. Does anybody have a favorite Charles moment? That's what I thought. Trick question. <laughs> Gotta be honest, I have no idea who the fuck that is. Yeah, that's the, that's FBI the one instructor? who... That's who? The FBI instructor who doesn't teach them Oh, anything. okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Wow, neither of you... That's how memorable of a character he is. Well, I haven't watched the show, in fairness. <laughs> well, no, but, I mean, you know about <laughs> the junior FBI's yeah, and stuff. I've seen, so yes. I've seen three episodes with this dude in it, and I still couldn't remember. <laughs> I, I I still uh, I still haven't seen the rise of the Skywalker, and I think I have a better idea what happens in that movie than I do of what happens with this guy. 
Mm, hey, I mean, okay. that's fair, but Riverdale's still better written. Um, <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Get fucked, J.J. Abrams. Uh, <laughs> do you remember that SNL uh, opening monologue? I don't. From when, from when Luke Perry was on... Uh, Beverly Hills 90210 where he shows up and like he's he's bombing and then uh, fucking Phil Hartman as Obi-Wan Kenobi appears to him and is like use the force Luke it'll get laughs anyway it was some good times I, I, I swear I don't know your pop culture knowledge is impressive cause like <laughs> I was like that none of that rings any bells towards me cause I was like eh, I wasn't watching SNL ever <laughs> I, I got things to do on Saturday night. Who's watching SCTV, baby? Woo! <laughs> yeah, with all the stuff. Yeah, uh, with, uh, with with Bob and Doug McKenzie. <laughs> yep, Bob and Bob and Doug. Old Bob okay, and old Okay, if there's Dougie. any part of um, SCTV you should be familiar with, it's yes, the two Canadian yes, stereotypes. Yes, yes, I am well acquainted with the Canadian stereotype, Bob and Doug McKenzie. <laughs> now, let's talk about fake Riverdale names, goddammit. Don't you mean let's talk about fake Riverdale names? <sighs> fucking, I will fucking boot you from this call. How is that for a boot? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> This is wonderful. Oh, Guys, God. this is wonderful. Happy oh, okay. holidays, everyone. It's all so right, special let's to be here with all of you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this is a real family dinner. Uh, <laughs> best fake Riverdale name? I'm going to Glamberger Eggs because, like, what the fuck? Although Shankshaw is uh, <laughs> is uh, pretty close. Pretty close. That was just introduced uh, when somebody went to Shankshaw Prison. Not Shawshank. <laughs> it was Shankshaw. Shankshaw. Oh, I mean, wait, Shankshaw is... Sorry, go ahead. Sorry? No, 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 please, you go ahead. I was going to say, Shankshaw is very good, but I'm also still partial to Fives Magazine, and also Three <laughs> I, I think I think we're forgetting mm-hmm. the original dumb name for something, which was Jingle Jangle. Ah, uh, but never Jingle forget. Jangle is... Never forget Jingle Jangle, but that is a reference to an old, like, 50s doo-wop song by the Archies. The yes! 60s, but that's why Wait, I give it the pass. secretly makes sense? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you would go back and listen to their albums in a specific order to line it up with episodes of Riverdale, it all clicks, buddy. It all clicks. That's prob- that's probably I think what- this was... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, that's probably what Betty's dad was doing when he wasn't busy killing people. Was <laughs> What? <laughs> was less okay. Yeah, he was listening to those and thinking that they were speaking right to him the way that fucking uh, Manson thought that the Beatles were speaking to him and telling him to start a race war. Ah, uh, the Beatles. Always starting race wars. Um, <laughs> Jason, uh, did you have any fake Riverdale names that really struck, uh, stuck out to you? A ton. Um, I think, like, back when we talked about season two, um, there was, like, a Tiffany's reference. It was, like, Spiffany's, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking classic um it's Tiffany's oh god it's amazing <laughs> um oh man and I'm, I'm struggling to come up with this guy's um the chat website um oh the one that he was doing his like sexy chat on no 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 there was like a gossip website wasn't Rumerdale. there about oh Rumordale Rumordale you also that like is... Tucci bags cause we decided that they were made by Stanley Tucci <laughs> oh, yes. That's right, yes. Tucci bags. I forgot about that. Oh my god. It's a Tucci. 
this is amazing because like when when i when we read the like when uh, sorry when i read the uh riverdale ya novels uh because of course i did and reviewed them <laughs> i came in with a bunch of things that i thought were fake riverdale names and then just jason and luke would just sat there and be like no no that's a real thing no no <laughs> Now, Hello Giggles is a real website. It's not a fake website. Uh, and I'm just like, what? I'm like, I thought they made all this stuff up. And he's like, no, mm-hmm. no, it's uh, it's all real. So It's happening. It's out there. It happens. <laughs> it's out there. You can you can go back and listen to me make a fool of myself. <laughs> Isn't that what this podcast is, essentially? <laughs> no, no, of course not. Valeska, do you have any favorite lines? That I you feel can like all of my favorite lines are the ones that we did line readings for. Yeah, it's true. Mm. It's true. I my I'm pretty pretty partial to Edgar step away from that rocket. Yes. <laughs> that is just I mean, this is made that scene and the fetus eating one has made this entire year worth it. Quite awesome. <laughs> I I just hope that like if aliens ever do come to Earth and they want an encapsulation of our culture, that is what I will give them is that single scene. <laughs> Of Edgar Ever Never getting into mm-hmm. that rocket. No, no, no! You give them the episode where we talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, if you learn multiverse theory, you can listen to the other two times you recorded it as well. You <laughs> <laughs> we give my reaction video. That's all. Um, honestly, um, I had a child this year, and it's the third favorite thing that's happened to me this year <laughs> after the rocket and the fetus eating. That tracks. I- you know, it all it all tracks. Speaking of track stars, uh, Danny, any favorite lines? Noted track star, Danny. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about Reggie, who's not exactly a track star, but is barely in this season. Uh, yeah, they did. They uh, they assassinated Reggie. It's like Rad- Reggie and Kevin got like brought I mean, out he back old yellow star. Yeah, that's, that's not true. nothing. That's, that's yeah. not nothing. He did. He did beat up a car. <laughs> he and... was. He was like the uh, the ex, the bonus level in uh, Street Fighter Two. <laughs> yes, just like the bonus level in Street Fighter Two, uh, when you fight toxic masculinity, the boss, uh, <laughs> and it ends up being a car. And the only way to solve toxic masculinity is to be more toxic and more masculine. Thanks for the lessons, Riverdale. <laughs> Never change. Stay Tucci. Um, uh, yeah, so the answer is I can't think of any good quotes from this season. I'm sure there have been ones. That just that's fair. Honestly, that one was a hard to hard thing to just throw on people because, like, I don't think any of you are just, like, walking around giving Riverdale lines at people. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I do, though, and I'm sure that's why people don't like talking <laughs> to me. Um, what about... what? Wait, you know what was a good quote was... Uh, um, his, his when uh, fucking uh, and this is shockingly involving Jughead considering how little we liked any of his scenes this year. When Jughead finishes reading his submission to the uh, what are they called the uh, not the Hardy Boys? Oh, the Baxter Brothers. The Baxter Brothers. Thank you. His submission to the Baxter Brothers, and then the uh, the principal uh, or not principal the like uh, teacher that's judging them goes congratulations you've won and he goes just like that and then the other kid there is like what you thought his was better than mine and he goes yes i did that's why i'm giving him the contract and it was just so like unnecessarily cruel like 
Yeah, well, then he jumped. Then that guy jumped out a window, and then it got replaced by Mr. Kappa, who is their new teacher. Mr. Kappa, 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 Kappa. <laughs> Fuck you, Kappa man. Is his first um, name Phi Beta? It was I was making a joke about a Japanese mythological figure, a turtle man. You were making a reference to preparatory schools. I <laughs> do not right, so, buy. Wait, oh yeah, Kappas. I know Kappas. There's one of those in uh, Yakuza Apocalypse, which you can hear us review on Thor's Hour of Thunder. Oh wow. my goodness. Wow. What? That was a, that was a that plug. That was a fucking plug. That Jesus. was a fucking plug. The podcast is over. We're just going to start playing that episode right now. Fuck. <laughs> This is me, Danny, and I'm here to talk about Yakuza Apocalypse, where a man in a frog costume does kung fu. It's crazy. Hey, Dr. Detroit, what's your opinion? I'm grumpy, and I made fun of Andrew liking Laura Dern once on a podcast, and I, he doesn't like me anymore. Um, anyways, back to this episode. Uh, oh, wow. This is, uh, this is therapy, therapy and mimosas going wow. on right now. Wonderful. Wonderful. Let's just get Speaking into of- it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry that Doctor. As you do in the holidays. I'm sorry, Doctor Detroit made fun of your Laura Dern podcast. It's fine. I just think about it every night before I fall asleep. <laughs> Apparently. Um, what? How does that make you feel, Jason? Hearing all this. Um, I just want to do a quick line reading from season four of Riverdale that I found online. Please. Okay. Um, that sums up my feelings about everything that's happened here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Darius, I went into the basement. Cheryl, halt. You went down to the basement? Specially, I urge you not to. You didn't go to the chapel, did you? Darius, no, Miss Cheryl. Cheryl, this old house has never had rats. Tony, but babe, we did hear something last night, remember? Cheryl, you're right, TT, and suddenly I'm feeling the presence of a rat. The rat being Dr. Detroit. A six-foot-tall rat with muscles and bedroom eyes. Darius, I knew you were a mistake from the beginning, so you're fired. Toodles! And scene. Scene. Okay, well, there you go. We got our best lines. Uh, Now time to get into the most batshit insane moments. (laughs) Now, I'm going to open this to the entirety of Riverdale. So I'm not going to – I'm no longer – I'm going to release the shackles of a one season, season four being that one season, Well, obviously. I think it's still got to be the rocket ship, right? No matter what the restraints are. I See, I think, I think there was something that got a little bit more push from Jason as far as craziness. Yeah, I mean, obviously, to me, the craziest thing that happened is season four, and it is – discovering yeah yeah it that's a hundred percent what it is it's that's the craziest thing that's ever happened ever anywhere (laughs) fuck riverdale i'm on team jason hamburger fetus a fetus ate another fetus whole while another fetus watched while (laughs) while another fetus watched and presumably masturbated i don't know what happened but possibly I, I'm not sh- I'm not kink shaming. You better not either. Okay, I had to give myself space to delete that last post. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> of course, it will not be deleted. Because Jason and I are in a fight right now. Well, okay. I look forward to the haiku. I, 
I'd like it if you would all- <laughs> Wow. What? Wow. One. Fuck you, Jason. You don't think you're the wrong <laughs> of that? You should be writing the fucking haiku. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll work. Maybe I'll work on a limerick. Oh, I look no. forward to seeing it the uh, next episode we do. I will work on that. Thank you. Okay. Oh god, I can't wait. Um, so my most batshit <laughs> moment uh, has to be incest babies flying. I can't get over it. I can't get over flying incest babies. You should not. You should not get over it. And and to that point, I think even more than that is that moment where Betty picks up the baby, looks at the baby, looks at Jughead, and goes, Jughead. Are these babies evil? And like, I can't. <laughs> yes. I can, I can never get over that moment of Betty seriously contemplating the morality of babies. Um, as a person that has a baby, the answer is yes. They all are. <laughs> You just pick up your newborn, like lock eyes with your wife, and it's like. Is this baby the next Hitler? What do do? <laughs> I asked the doctor before we left, is this baby evil? <laughs> oh, you you got one of them evil babies. <laughs> one in twenty. <laughs> one in twenty. And let me tell you, this entire podcast is filled with the one in twenties. Denny, Denny boy, Denny boy, do you have a moment to share? Uh, so I already mentioned the rocket ship. So the rocket ship's amazing. Yeah, okay. it really is. I, I gotta Real say good. that that that's, okay. that that scene was incredible. Just hearing you all describe it, I saw a still photo of what the rocket ship looked like. Um, it wasn't enough to get me to actually watch the episode, but uh, it it was pretty impressive. You know what? That's fair. We want to drive all of our listeners to almost watch the episode, <laughs> but to think before they do it and not do it. Yeah, well, that's that's how I feel. I think you guys do a good job with it because it reminds me of how I feel about when I listen to that. Uh, some of the Daily Show writers have a podcast called The Flop House where they review bad movies, mm. and they pretty much always make them sound just crazy enough that I'm like, I should watch this sometime. And then when it actually sit, comes to time to sit down and watch a movie, I'm like, I'll watch something good instead. And that's I, I view this. I. Yeah, I view this podcast as a public service, um, a PSA, if you will, to um, warn people about the existence of uh, Riverdale. That's well, we all steer do clear. Our part. Do you know where your children are? Better not be watching Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it just makes what uh, like uh, what does that make me and Valeska then? Are we like soldiers in a war against Riverdale, what is it with or like you just like today? Mm-hmm. Sorry, Feed us soldiers. <laughs> I think we're heroes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fact. Yes. Out of the millions of people who watch the TV show Riverdale, uh, these two have a podcast on it. They're the heroes. I, think, I don't think we're the only Riverdale podcast. I hate to break it to you, Andrew. No, but most of them are in favor of the show. That's <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think... Look, I w- I'm willing to put money on we're the most self-loathing Riverdale <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, just to kind of bring up the spirits a little bit, uh, let's put on some jams. Favorite musical number. Valeska, what is your favorite musical number? Okay, I have a lot of answers for this one. Um, okay. So oh, I really okay. like that they took uh, Dead Girl Walking and turned it into Tony's bisexual pride anthem. I thought that was amazing. 
I thought that their rendition of Lifeboat was actually better than the Broadway cast album's rendition. Um, and I also liked The World According to Chris. Oh, The World According to Chris is my... Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I no, just that song. go ahead. It's like my favorite song, and it's it was so great good. casting. One of my, fa- my favorite musical moments from the Carrie episode is when... Uh, Betty's mom starts singing as Margaret White and then just starts singing to Betty and being like, Betty. And you're like, what is happening? Why? She's just suddenly singing to Betty. Oh, oh my, this is happening. Okay, yeah, you guys made a choice here, didn't you? Uh, Did you catch the really subtle lyric change in Lifeboat? Yeah, yeah, you know, fair, fair. Uh, My other favorite one is 17 from the Heathers episode. Uh, I just really like, I just really like that song. And they're just like, Betty's singing about what, can't we just be 17 and then Jughead responds and that's how music Jughead works Jughead doesn't respond someone else people. sings for him oh yeah well of course I mean. <laughs> oh justice for Cole Sprout's vocal cords uh, <laughs> I was 17 25 years ago <laughs> uh, Jason what's a song you think has been in Riverdale or you think has been covered by Riverdale because I guarantee you've not heard any of this um, no, I haven't. Um, the Jellicle song. I, uh-huh. Yes! <laughs> yeah. Imagine from Cats. The Jellicle song. <laughs> okay, uh, Danny, you're probably the one who probably, uh, out of the ones who have heard the music from Riverdale, you're probably the one who listens to it the least, if I were to guess. Uh, I've never by. listened to any music from this show. Even even when the like when the musicals were happening, you just plugged your ears? Actually, the only the only episode I didn't see all of last season was the uh, Heather's <gasps> episode, so that is pretty funny. <gasps> I just had a horrible thought. What if they do Pikachu cats this face. season? Yes! Oh. yes, yes. I will watch that episode. <laughs> I think I, I think, think they be... might. If they you do know it. what? They'll they'll probably do something like weird, like Baja Men who let the dogs out the musical. Like they'll probably like try to make it like, <laughs> oh, you think it's gonna be cats, but actually it's just everyone in dog suits barking. I hope they do Spider Man turn out the lights and everyone just dies. <laughs> yes! Oh my god, I love these <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> 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 just falling off and like I mean <laughs> Archie Archie's going like full superhero this mo this season, so Yep, there you go. It could uh, be yeah. superhero. They could do like oh Batman God. the musical. That would be amazing. Or they could do Bat Boy the musical. Uh, sure. I don't know. <laughs> Joker the like... Todd Phillips movie the musical. No, we're not fucking talking about stupid Todd Phillips and his stupid fucking Joker movie. Wham, wham, wham. I'm a middle aged loser. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Exactly. Thank oh, you. yes. I feel about that. But despite all the musical episodes, yes. that, despite all the musical episodes that Archie's done, my favorite song that they've done on the show is when all the cheerleaders show up at Archie's prison to do jailhouse rock. Mountain County at the county jail. Prison man began and began to work. I mean it's it's like lyrics. It's like ridiculous like you know, sort of like like sex doll exploitation. But if you're going to do that, do it right. And it's hilarious. Yeah, you know that's uh, that is that is the true true, as uh, Tom Hanks would say, uh, from the classic movie, um, the true true. You speak the true true. Um, Wait, I don't I would, know this movie. 
I forgot the title of the movie. I was hoping someone else would just be like, oh, that movie. It's the movie where he plays a bunch of people. Oh, Cloud Atlas? Cloud Atlas. I really like that movie, and I forgot it existed. So that's what I want to do a musical of, Cloud Atlas the musical. <laughs> it's going to be uh, eight hours long, that episode. Of <laughs> 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 uh, oh, my. Oh, me. Hey, uh, Matrix, uh, Matrix 4 in theaters uh, in what will be this year in just a few days you're just a plug machine this episode you're just plugging shit all right all right let's cut the cut the artifice here buddy you are the producer of the new matrix movie aren't you (laughs) yes everyone in chicago is just involved in the new matrix movie that's how it works (sighs) i knew that that bean could not be trusted although i did at one point have to uh correct the address of uh lana wakowski's uh condo when uh we were going to be sending candy to the wrong address when i so, worked when i worked when i worked at a, a candy factory that uh, was sending oh, candy to her that is okay. so okay. bad of you that reminds me bad boys for life coming soon <laughs> okay in okay. theaters near you okay hey, no, you no, joke no, we you gotta, joke yeah that's relevant to this fucking podcast because yeah. reggie's in it we gotta cover bad boys opening fucking weekend we gotta cover bad boys <laughs> <laughs> only if it's only women recording the podcast because okay. wow that's that. crazy that's like talking animals it's like dr doolittle coming to theaters near you Valeska, <laughs> you got any you got anything to plug in the middle of the episode you want to plug a video game you want to plug a book you want to plug the the concept of i don't know wait, neighborhood Valeska, no i'm not Valeska. a monster i will wait until the end like a human being I was about to say, out of all of us, she's the only one that has fucking something to plug, and she's not doing it. No, because she she wants to scrub her name of this podcast altogether when she uh, assumes her new identity. As Dark uh, Betty? As, I don't, yes, yeah, Dark, Dark Betty. Betty. Dark Valeska. Or I guess it would just be Light Valeska, to be fair. Um, How actually dare you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what was the best episode of Riverdale's history? The episode that meant the most to you, that you loved the most. Jason? Um, well, I mean, I, the episode... I'm not going to mention an episode of Riverdale, um, despite that's the question you asked. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm going to mention an episode of this podcast referencing no, no, it. No, 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 no. That's the next question. That's the next question. Oh, fuck. Well, that's the answer to both. Okay. Maybe. So let me just answer both. Okay, you just abstain from this one. Okay, uh, that's fine. fine. We'll come back to you. We'll come back to you. Spoiler. Actually, okay, just go, go, go. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go. No, no, I abstain now. Okay, he's abstaining. He's pleading the fifth. Uh, speaking of someone who always pleads the fifth, Danny. I plead the fifth. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm okay. I'm honestly only doing weird throws to Danny now because he just deadpan goes, "Yes, Andrew, that fucking crazy bastard thing you just said. Mm-hmm, that's." That's me. I'm Danny. I'm I'm here against my will. I, they've chained chained me to this microphone and forced me to talk about Riverdale. Ah, uh, the only time I get animated is when I'm talking about the musical Cats or something else. I got to plug like Cats Bad Boys, great. the movie. I love it. Um, uh, so I'm gonna go with my favorite episode is the one where Archie pleads guilty for no fucking reason and then mo- but not for that scene even though that scene's great because everyone's just like you're an idiot and even the judge is like 
you know, you don't have to do that. We can, like, do another trial, dude. And he's just like, ah, I'll just go to jail. It'll be awesome. Oh, excuse me, prison. And um, so in that episode, we also have the scene where they're driving in uh, Archie's dad's awesome, like, classic car, and they're playing... Youngblood, which is a great fucking song oh, by Five Seconds of Summer, and they're playing Five Seconds of Summer because it's the end of summer, you see? Woo! Thoughts. And then they get to the uh, like creek that they're gonna swim in and it says, do not swim in after Labor Day, and I think it was Sophie that said so what, they just like fill it with raw sewage after Labor Day. <laughs> okay, that's fair, that's fair, that's legit. Uh, I still think my favorite episode of the entire series is the episode where we get to see how they wrap up the farm plot from this year. Like, I don't think anything else has given me more joy of being like, what in the ever-loving fuck? Yeah. Uh, and really, it's just uh, it's just amazing. But Valeska, what's your favorite episode of the entire series? I mean, I can't pick just one. Oh, pick seven. I've been seven. thinking about it while you were all trying to come up with your own but um oh i thought you were gonna say well you guys were all telling terrible jokes that were <laughs> no really i don't flopping. have a single episode that i can narrow down as my favorite one i'd like the so halloween throw, episode throw them all out there okay the halloween um, episode nice the Ooh. rocket one was pretty good the, the hamburger fetus yes. was pretty good yeah that one was the same episode rocket and hamburger fetus happened the same episode are Doesn't you it? sure or is it two ep- oh it might have been two episodes it's two episodes They're yeah just, we covered that's it that's why the i said the pod episode, though right yeah yeah that's right that's right uh but hey that that goes right along with our favorite episodes of this podcast uh valeska one might say you are a milkshakes and mimosas historian who would say that Uh, (laughs) you know jason says it when you're not around uh i don't don't, all the time i just say it to my family they're like what the fuck are you talking about Anytime he sees the letter M or the letter V, he just mentions it, you know, just drops it, drops a casual knowledge. I mean, that's fair. I appreciate The cherry on top. And they say, we're really becoming concerned. Should we call somebody? (laughs) But that doesn't deter me. You're just like, Valeska's a historian, Valeska's a historian. (laughs) I'm sorry, do you have a question for me? Oh, Yeah. (laughs) What was the best episode of this podcast? Um, I would say the best episode was actually two episodes. One of them lost a time. Um, and it was when we covered the aforementioned Rocket and Hamburger Fetus. That was amazing. I feel like it was a good time for all involved. Maybe not so much for the listeners, but I had fun. You know what? That's fair. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb. This episode... This episode's the best. This is the greatest episode of all time. Um, And I'm sure this will be the episode everyone quits afterwards. They'll be like, look, Andrew, if you you think that's quality, like, I'm going to cut out of this thing. Oh, and I think that our FBI Academy one was pretty good as well. That's true. That's true. It was pretty pretty good. Some good jokes. Some good old Mm -hmm. jokes. Some good old guffaws. Some giggles. Uh, Definitely giggles. I don't know if I remember any guffaws specifically. Well, that's because I I think that was an episode. Yeah, oh, damn! <laughs> you got the joke before I did. Congratulations! Thank you. It was a lot less build-up and weird menagerie, and you'll actually get a res- genuine response from Danny. Because if I had done it, he'd be like, "Yes, I do guffaw, Andrew. <laughs> that is a thing that I, Danny Cornelius Johnson, do." <laughs> yeah, What's Danny Cornelius of- Johnson. People call me Corny Johnson. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> okay. 
Uh, what was your favorite episode of this podcast, Danny? So my favorite episode was actually the second ever episode where Wait. we had just gone over season one, which was pretty crazy, but like sort of seemed like a TV show. I and uh, then you were describing season two to Jason by having him guess you know, where he thought things would head, and then and the show's gotten so much crazier since then, but, you know, it was just the novelty of, you know, Jason trying to think of something stupid, and then you just coming up with something so much stupider that was the reality of what they were writing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, okay, so, uh, so that's, in that's essence, the only you... one I've That's the only one I've re-listened to, so I'd say that one's my favorite. Okay, wow. Um, so, Valeska, how do you take that personal insult? Are you going to slap him? Is it a, is a, a Mortal Kombat? Is this what happens? Oh, I wasn't even listening. Oh! <laughs> That's oh, how you take it. AKA, she wasn't listening back when it was on Thor's Hour of Thunder, because <laughs> that was before Milkshakes. It was, uh, I just mentioned an episode that you weren't on, Valeska, which, to be fair, you only joined, like, halfway through the, the run that we've done. Because y'all weren't ready for me yet. Yeah, that's right. That's true. That's true. It's very true. And then, there and definitely... then Andrew Andrew stood on the top of Canada and blessed a speaker <laughs> that played. Y'all ready for this? And you came running. On the top of Canada. Yeah. <laughs> on the top of Canada. Very very cold. Very. Cold. Wow. Don't, do not do not like the tip toppy of Canada. It's uh, quite chilly. And yes, there is a Tim Hortons before. Jason makes a joke. <laughs> uh, J- Jason, I would dare say that you're the person who has been on the most episodes of this podcast. Like there- that is not something to be proud you're of. And, but thank uh, you. I, oh, I mean, like I guess other than myself, obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, I mean, like but I feel me, like me and Tori are the only ones that have been on an episode that you weren't on, Andrew. Ah, uh, yes, a very good episode. That was a oh, great thank episode. You. It was I not it. popular. Well, <laughs> who pays our attention? fans are that's how you know that our fans like Riverdale it's because the episode we did that had nothing to do with Riverdale did not get as many downloads that's fair well, one day they will see the light <laughs> um so Jason I bet you would have an answer for the worst episode and for the best episode would that be correct probably um hey, what, what was the worst episode I have to know well, I have to know I, if we're thinking the same episode oh man well I, before I mean, just making me think about um, the history of this podcast um, makes me very nostalgic thinking about the past. Much like um, Wonder Woman 1984, which will be in theaters <laughs> in the summer of 2020. God um, damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry that I inadvertently caused this bit. Um, <laughs> this is fucking how the world ends. Like, it's just uh, an endless stream of people plugging things. <laughs> that I have nothing to do Wait, with. Wait, plug it? I'm just plugging other people's shit. Plugging thing? <laughs> you mean like plug it in, plug it in with these new Glade plugins? <laughs> stop, <laughs> mm-hmm. stop, he's already dead. This is really tiring me out. I'm going to need to open my new Casper mattress and sleep on it after this. Right, just right to be fair, um, if we mention Casper mattress like two more times, they probably will sponsor us just by accident. <laughs> They'll sponsor anything, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> they will, and they still haven't sponsored us, so yes. that says something. Well, let's try a uh, um, space instead. Yeah. Mm. 
I mean, I, I really uh, a worst episode. Like I've never had a bad time making this podcast. I have to be honest with you. So I that's my um, measuring stick. I'm not doing it for you, fucking people. All right, I'm doing it for me. Are you talking to us? All right, listeners. <laughs> listeners, I don't give a shit about you. Listeners, um, I love you. You're great. <laughs> no, we love caramel. Um, yes, we love caramel. Um, so I'm just gonna we, answer we the. We love you much as John Cusack must love dogs. God. That was weak. That was weak. That was weak. You could do better. You could have been like, "Love actually, you." Like that would. <laughs> <laughs> and mean, that would be better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, that's what I. That's what I say when everyone says, "I love you." I respond, "Love actually, you." This is gonna be my least favorite uh, episode. They, <laughs> oh, yeah you, um you have not listened I, I, to the riverdale they're back again episode or whatever yes that is see. yeah that i like episode. that episode i know yeah. you, i know you you're down on that episode andrew but i actually like the riverdale and back again episode <laughs> that episode is the fucking worst thing we've ever recorded I'm, I'm taking it all back this is the worst episode of this <laughs> 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 okay, what was your favorite then, Jason? I mean, I, I mean, no, no, no. I have to, I have to go with Valeska. Like, I've never um, enjoyed more in the experience of learning about at the in the same. I have two answers for best of actually, but but honestly, my favorite is just learning about the cannibal fetuses because that blew my mind. Even though that never aired, um, whew, I'll never be the same after that. And the rocket ship in the same episode is just fucking bananas um but earlier on you know um i knew this was something special when i learned that fetus um the feet the babies the evil fucking incest babies fly um and sophie and i losing our fucking minds about that together was very special that was a great moment. That was a great moment. That was very funny. The very funny. I, but the I, true answer is cannibal fucking fetuses. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah. of course, of course. That's my favorite episode too, because like that, that thing, that episode is clearly the best thing. I think we so, really. For the proof, we don't give a shit about the listeners because you'll never hear it. Yeah, yeah, you'll, you'll, yeah, you'll never hear it. I, you'll I, never hear it. I was that was for me, not for you. Well, I mean, the movie okay. was pretty good. I was gonna say that we were doing pretty good. Like I thought it was good too. Was yeah, it was. It definitely good. was. But we actively hate you. Just letting you know. Thanks for listening. You to know, this. that's why we're announcing a start of a Patreon now. <laughs> 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 Pay us. Uh, you know, I really think that this year has probably been the best year. Oh, we've only been doing this podcast for a year and not even. Okay. Anyways, uh, we're doing pretty good lately. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty, pretty good. We've the best three months of this podcast. Six month life. Okay, <laughs> everyone, favorite Jason reaction? Go. Uh, my favorite Jason reaction was the one that we actually got on video when he was first learning about the rocket ship, and he was very concerned about where Edgar was going. Mine is when he, uh, you know, is uh, uncryogenically frozen and he's in space. And he just sort of tilts his head a little as he looks out into <laughs> mm. this is space and then goes back to killing people. And then they murdered those girls in their sleeping bag. Remember that? <laughs> that was crazy. I spent time after that. Mine is a montage. Uh, I'm not giving you any credence by acknowledging what you just did. Um, <laughs> I uh, my favorite would just no, be a do mo- I deserve it? Would just be a montage of Jason saying what? 
what? Like, I feel like you could have an episode long, like a, an hour long episode of just Jason going, what? What the fuck? Are you serious? What? And it's just like his, like, his just like, he can't help it. He has to say like a what? And just get like really animated. Like those are always. Mwah. I felt seen for the first time, Andrew. I appreciate that. (laughs) Too bad I wasn't wearing glasses, so I couldn't see you. No. That was the lamest joke of the night. (sighs) Well, yep. Anyways, let's talk. (laughs) You're such a bad guy, Andrew. Much like Birds of Prey in theaters. Wait, 2020. What? Who's a bad guy in that? Everybody. The outfit. No, uh, the McGregor. outfit. The outfit of Ian McGregor. The guy, <laughs> they're all bad guys. Come on. They're bad. Mostly. People. Mostly um, bad guys. Hunters for life. Uh, let's let's talk nice about someone for a change. Um, what was Professor Valeska's best science? I'm gonna abstain from this one. No. I'm just gonna oh, sit back goodness. and let you guys say really nice things about me. Yes, there's so much nice stuff to say. Um, I would say... Okay, that's like what somebody says before they do the worst insult of your life. <laughs> I mean, so, we make this a roast. You know, I'm okay with that. No, no, no. How say dare there's you. Such, there's so much nice stuff to say is when you're stalling for time, and then you say, the dictionary defines nice stuff as... <laughs> I am not stalling for time. I, um, I, I mean, honestly... <sighs> Valeska, every episode Valeska brings um, a semblance of professionalism that this podcast desperately needs. <laughs> and um, I, I, I thank her for that. But, you I'm know, um, right the now. thing. Yeah, please do. Um, I, I think just her ability during the Thanksgiving episode, because I think that episode isn't necessarily our best episode per se, even though I really enjoyed it. Um, she really brings it back together in that episode in particular. She's the glue of this podcast, in my opinion. Also, I just want to point out was that, that um, Andrew DNA? tries to, in the episode you guys never hear, um, Andrew tries to blow past the cannibal fetus. That's and Valeska man. forces her him to discuss it. Andrew, if not for Valeska, Andrew would have never discussed the fact that Cheryl Blossom ate her fucking triplet fetus in the womb well i think you just answered the next question which was instead of complimenting me i only had a roast part for me which was the no worst. we have to camp we have to no, no no the only thing i had for me was what did andrew skim by the the what was the worst thing that andrew skimmed by <laughs> plot wise <laughs> i mean it has to be that and then followed closely by when veronica burned a man to death <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are both plot points that I just completely skimmed by. But I could tell you all about Papa Poutine. I don't know why. Oh, <laughs> I have a thing that you skimmed by when uh, fucking Archie was breaking out of jail. You had uh, Jughead sitting there, like somehow magically knowing what was going on. And I, I remember that you didn't bring up at least nearly enough for my taste the fact that Jughead was suddenly an oracle. <laughs> That's fair. I know that's fair. You know, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, ignore your question and say instead that Andrew needs a ton of credit. We watched the worst Lifetime movie ever fucking made, <laughs> and we refresh the audience and myself on what the title of this movie is. Oh but, God! I, oh, this the erotic thriller 
that stars <laughs> Jason Blossom from mm-hmm. Riverdale. It was that mm-hmm. Lifetime movie. Uh, let me look up the Jason Blossom. The mistresses of or the... Do you think that's what got him back onto the show as a, he... you know, dummy? He's... As a... <laughs> Can I ask a question, I don't think... though? Does he look like a corpse in that film as well? Purity um, Falls. Yes. Uh, he looks like a sassy corpse. Because uh, <laughs> uh, uh, let me talk about... The, let's read the plot sign of Purity Falls just in case you forgot. One year after the loss of her husband, the dude just fucking drops in the middle of a game of catch. He just has a heart attack anyways. Uh, Nicole settles in Purity Falls with her young adult children, Justine and Jason. Yeah, he can only play people named fucking Jason. First, the family is greeted greeted. It's a wonderful name, by the welcome. way. Their rich neighbor, Courtney, seems nice. Quickly setting Jason up with odd jobs so the family has an income. But Nicole soon notices that something is amiss. With her son leaving and coming back at suspiciously late hours, when a young neighbor drowns in a pool, things start to get dangerous. And I just want to laud Andrew because I watched, <laughs> allegedly watched this um, television, this this movie, but it's like the movie gave me CTE. I remember nothing that happened during it. Um, I probably did um, some awful shit during that time period um and and i I remember none of it but andrew was on point with just detailing everything that happened in that and brought that whole episode together what would have been a disaster um he's he's an incredible host and um you know i just want to applaud him for that well thank you well thank you um, and then uh, after after that, I will I will take my my favorite bit of Professor Velasquez's science corner. Uh, just so we don't freeze by that. Oh, sorry. Excuse uh, me. Oh, no. I loved uh, I loved when she just like went through the serial killer gene in like intense detail. <laughs> yes! And like I love it so because good. we we recorded that bit before the actual episode. Oh so, my like, god, that was so I, good. I, I have heard it like many times as I was editing it and like I, I discovered my new favorite delivery of violence the way she says and there are instances of violence and I was like damn it's a good, good reading of violence I, I don't know I don't know why awesome. that, just sticks, that just sticks with me um, Jason's friend Danny um... <laughs> Jason's friend Danny Seamless, Seamless. That was awesome uh, Might be a little presumptuous But I, I don't know for which corner um, What was uh, your favorite bit Of Valeska's science corner uh, I am trying to remember Because I've listened to those episodes Well but... you can just say her, your favorite moment Like it doesn't have to be when she actually did science Yeah uh... Yeah what did I do good um, I, I really, I really like in the uh, in the Thanksgiving episode, your your description of I believe it is the the lodges are having Thanksgiving at Pops, and there's just a bunch of fucking weirdness that goes on with that, including the fact that their other daughter disappears between scenes, and I really that was loved mostly her. Andrew actually. What's that? I think it was mostly Andrew that pointed that out. Well, he, he that pointed out them disappearing, but but then you point you pointed out there was some. I'm just blanking on exactly what aspect it was, but there was some aspect of the Thanksgiving dinner that you you illuminated very well. Maybe I mean, I described the, the um the table pole, the tablecloth pole. 
That was it. Thank you. That was that made me want to be a better person. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know what? It tracks. Um, but you I know, mean, it's a New Year's resolution. That might just prove the depth of uh, Danny's like evil profanity lifestyle that he lives is that it just that's what it took to just like be a little bit better as a person that was an incredible um revamp of the initial answer that um you know danny had he went back he recreated it much like sonic the hedgehog in theaters in 2020 <laughs> well done. no no this that was my not well favorite done. that was good come on no 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 this is my favorite no. Jason, Jason, <laughs> this, never stop doing this. No, next, this next episode when I'm when they're when they're doing the plot summary and I'm not on, just no, keep pushing this no, bit. No, this bit is with us for life. <laughs> oh God! Much like Top Gun. <laughs> yeah, Top Gun. Top Gun ruined every uh, like woman in the '80s sex life when they just put on terrible mu- men put on terrible music. <laughs> Uh, to try and woo them. How dare you talk about Kenny Loggins that way? <laughs> Do not take the highway to that danger zone. Um, <laughs> and that reaches the end of our program. You know, Kenny Loggins didn't write all those hits in the eighties. It was the, oh yeah, uh, the yeah. guy the guy who's interviewed at the beginning of Daft, Punk, Daft Punk's album Random Access Memories. He's the guy who what wrote the, all those songs. What the <laughs> fuck? What the fuck is that? You just ran up. You just made that up. You a thousand percent just made that the fuck up. How did you just fucking pull that out of a hat? What are you, some kind of fucking magician but for obscure media knowledge? Like, you're like, ooh, hello, welcome, kids. I will pull this weird reference out of my hat. Mm, yes. Did you know all about Kenny Loggins and his greatest hit? His foot was not loose, it was his hands. <laughs> <laughs> and like kids are just crying and they're like, Meanwhile I'm a magician. Glorious. <laughs> is there is there anything else that you guys would maybe just kinda wanna say to kinda like sum up the year in Riverdale? I love your guys' podcast. I love being on it, and then when I'm not on it, I love listening to it. It's uh it's it's just so much fun. It's it's the best way to hear people's reactions to Riverdale if you are watching it and it's the best way to hear what the fuck's going on in Riverdale if you're not watching it. I'm making heart hands at you. Uh, Danny, you're plugging the podcast that you're on. Uh, Thank you, you, Danny, for reading my contractual note uh, whenever anyone agrees to be on the podcast. uh, You can't see it, but there's a gun to Danny's head. (laughs) Uh, Please, this is Riverdale. It's called the... My dog is holding a gun to my head. My dog was a sleeper agent for Andrew. <laughs> yeah, it's a Megmum because this is Riverdale and uh, that's, oh, it has geez. to be something weird or it's like a, a leg mum. A leg mum is going to shoot you with a bumlet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jason, any any last thoughts? Anything you want to say before we get to the plug sections? Uh, I mean, where to hope... fucking Christ if you plug a goddamn movie <laughs> right now? I'll throw my mic across the fucking floor. Uh, <laughs> I'm tempted now. Um, but do it, do um, it. Plug something. I no 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 no. Um, you know, I, I just I hope the show goes on forever. 
you know, so we can keep on talking about it forever. So I'm never going to watch a minute of it, but I hope you guys do so <laughs> that we can continue talking about it. Because, you know, I mean, I, I mean, um, my favorite moment in general, though, is discovering that my 13 year old daughter watches Riverdale. Um, and I was able to talk about it with her and she's like, you watch the show. And I said, no, I just know everything that happens in it. Well, there you go. So, that's you know, bring that's, this podcast brings people together. It brings people together. Valeska, mm-hmm. any any final words? Uh, no. I mean, I feel like Jason said it all. It's been a he good did, time. He did, you know. I, did, I don't did, know if I hope it goes on it. forever, but I could do another year of this. We can, yeah, we can just keep remaking this and remaking this, much like Ghostbusters Afterlife coming. <laughs> no, we're not fucking plugging the new fucking Ghostbusters movie. God damn you! Fuck off, Jason Reitman. Go jump off a cliff and I don't know. And become a ghost yourself camera. so you can be in the next Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh God, I, I, I just want one day for someone to be like, oh, um, yeah, Jason Reitman uh, just agreed to interview you, and I'm like, uh, oh, did he now? This will be fun. Let's live stream that baby. Um, <laughs> you suck. Um, but <laughs> agreed. Uh, I second that. <laughs> Danny, anything to plug? Uh, I can't uh, hear uh, the other people right now. For some reason, I could just hear me and you. So sorry if I interrupt anyone, um, or if I had interrupted anyone those couple minutes. But um, just listen to Thor's Hour of Thunder. It's where this show started off. You get the first, uh, I think. Three episodes of this are uh, available if you email me. I had to take them down for space purposes. And uh, then, uh, yeah, it's a good show. It's We basically talk about, we pick a movie that uh, is a little bit less high regard. Like, it's not a classic. It's not a cult classic. It's just a movie that happened 20 or 30 years ago that uh, one of us likes. Like, with, uh, with when Andrew was on most recently, he picked Chud to Bud the Chud. <laughs> Uh, which is a classic film. Uh, so I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, and we we, we get it really other is. people's reactions who who often haven't seen the movie before, and then the person that you know picked the movie who has a passion for its reaction. So it's, it always ends up being a fun discussion. That's uh, Thor's Hour of Thunder. Find it wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. Thank you, thank you for that heartfelt, heartfelt uh, plug. Um, Jason, what movie also, coming in theaters uh, six, in the next... Also, oh, six God un- damn it. also, I wanted to mention Six Underground, now available on <laughs> Netflix. It's supposed to be terrible. Jesus Christ. Is that that Michael Bay movie? Yes. Mm, don't care for him. Uh, <laughs> Jason, uh, what obscure movie coming out in 2020 Hello? do you want to talk about? No, no, no! I'm done with that. I don't want to. I don't want to plug. I don't want to plug that. I, I'm just gonna say, actually, I'm gonna take us on a more somber, serious note. It's a rough time of year for a lot of people. Um, I do a lot of work with uh, prevention, so if you, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a time of year. We do a lot of laughs on here, but you might be escaping. You might be on here listening. Um, if you, you know, you're down or you need help, um, you know, reach out to somebody. There's a lot of love out there. I'm just going to say that. I'm going to plug that. Love. I think that's okay. Um, uh, for some reason, he's plugging, uh, he's plugging Love, the TV show from 2016 <laughs> that was on Netflix for a while. <laughs> no, I'm not doing uh, that. I, uh, I actually kind of enjoyed that show, but, you know. Uh, don't do own. that. Uh, if you're already feeling bad, don't do that. <laughs> 
Uh, no, but thank you for that heartfelt uh, message mm. of uh, heartfeltness. Um, Valeska, where can we find you on this world wide web? And I uh, totally did not mean to just uh, make you have to go after something super heartfelt and serious. Uh, but here we go. That's my fault. I apologize. No pressure. Yeah, how dare you have feelings, Jason? God damn it. No, I mean, I'm a piece of shit, and you can follow me on Twitter at BitchCraft. <laughs> 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 not true oh, oh you are all the best thank you very much uh i just you know i just want to say thank you all for joining us and i mean the listeners yeah i mean like if you listen to this like thanks good good job thank you for that uh but i really want to thank wait 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 can, can i hold on a second yeah come here come here my two daughters want to say happy holidays oh go ahead say it Aww. Never let Say, them listen to this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, last night. Last night? And threw it. And threw it. And the trap. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that was the best moment of this podcast. Um so yeah, just one. Uh, I think somebody all... took the cheese and threw it in the trash. In case you weren't it's worried about it, uh, yeah, that's what happened. That's crazy. Uh, I do, I do want to note that. Um, does your wife think this is your job? Because did she not say daddy's working right now? Uh... That was my uh, my mom. No, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. this is how we're paying the bills. <laughs> daddy's got to keep the lights on. If he doesn't, <laughs> if he doesn't talk, uh, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, my um, my parents know nothing about this podcast. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, they must think you have a very weird work workmates. Um, <laughs> nobody in my family knows anything about this podcast. In the, uh, um, I'm hoping to keep it that way in 2020. <laughs> That's what you think. Uh, anyways, um, there's going to be an intervention soon. Uh, I'm flying in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You've been on my podcast too many times, Jason. Yeah, uh, that's true. Uh, and I know, uh, as you know, I just want to thank all of you guys on this call because uh, you guys have really made this podcast worth doing, uh, getting to talk to all of you and all the hard work that you put in. Uh, it's really appreciated, and uh, you're all great. So there's me being being genuine for once on this podcast. Uh, don't get used to it, folks. Sarcastic <laughs> and sardonic response insert here that was just my note for editing <laughs> oh wait there's this one thing about archie we should probably talk about ah, bye everybody see ya bye archie doesn't deserve shit <laughs> <laughs>